Thriller. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Back there. Going on, bro? Not a lot. Just, uh, hey, we got, we got three? One. Hey, let's go. Two. Yeah, come three. on. All three, baby. And let's three. do it. Oh, my goodness. He's back. Oh, yeah, you know it. Oh, my goodness, he's back. Oh, that's right, fellas. That's right. Here I am. Oh, man, good to have him back. Back back off the DL, Mr. Lobster himself. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Reeves back in the mix. Fresh off the line, the DL and the rehab assignment, whatever you want to call it. He's back. I want to thank everybody for the well wishes, man. It's been a been a long time coming. Feels good. Back on the cast, back at it. Uh, man, feels great. So, back new, knee, new knees going on, or new knee ligaments, or fresh surgery, new place to live. Yeah, first surgery in. I'm getting there. I'm getting there slowly but surely, man. It's been a wild ride. So. Happy hey, we love having you back, man. Man. Happy to be back with you fellas, man. What's been going on? Uh, well, I mean, you kind of left Tate and I to our own devices for a while, so obviously the last few podcasts have been mostly baseball because that's what Tate and I know. Lots of baseball. You know, our first, uh, our first guest on the cast. That's right. I've been listening. I've been listening still. I see you, Lars. I appreciate the, the shout-outs, man. I, I appreciate that. So I've been listening to y'all still. I know what's going on. I've been keeping up. Yeah, I couldn't ask for a better first guest. He, uh, I think Lars did great, brought some uh, some new insights, some, uh, a different perspective, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Uh, solid. Always, always. That's the point of bringing right. new blood on, for sure. All right, well, let's get into this thing, huh? Um, all right, let's preview the the app quick first here. Uh, I've got I've got about four storylines that I want us to talk about. A uh, uh, couple of short things to talk about: a little Stanley Cup, maybe a little uh, horse racing, that kind of stuff. Uh, we'll touch on the Twins and some other baseball stuff, but I think really like we should spend the majority of our time talking hoops. Uh, we've been kind of a not other than largely coming on previewing the finals. We got a lot to talk about with the finals. We got a lot to talk about what's going to happen after the finals now. So uh, we'll, we'll go heavy on the NBA. But first, let's talk hockey. Hockey, hockey, hockey. All right. So first of all, do you have any general thoughts about the Caps winning the series in general, anything like that? General thoughts about it, man. You got to be excited for better. Got to like that, but I mean, if nothing else, if you put nothing else away from it, if he doesn't want to go to Vegas, check out a Golden Knights game now, man. It's entertainment value about as high as it gets there. So, uh, you know, short, short uh, finals, only five games, but, uh, you know, it's always good to see a, a guy like that who's been uh, 
top player in the game for, you know, staying on the same team, not trying to chase the championship, go out and get it after 15 years, man. So, uh, yeah, can't be mad at that. Happy, happy for Washington, happy for the fans, happy for Ovechkin. Uh, overall, not mad at how the cup went down. Hey, they're, they're sure enjoying it now. I tell you what, man, they are uh... – the man's been drunk since uh, he got handed the trophy on the ice, I think, man. He's had the Nationals game. They're swimming in fountains. They're uh, doing – I didn't even know you could do keg stands out of a Stanley Cup like that, but he was uh, basically scuba diving in there and sucking it up. Uh, they're having a blast with it, so good for them. That, that was going to be my follow-up. Is, is, has anyone ever had more fun with the Stanley Cup than Ovechkin? There's probably somebody every year, but uh, he's he's getting after it. That's for sure. Yeah, the uh, the keg stand where he like holds people's hands because he didn't want to put his hands on the cup or whatever. And uh, I mean, just he's drinking everywhere. I saw a highlight the other day. He was at the Nats game and he had like rented out an entire section. But like, I don't know if nobody had shown up yet or if they're all back getting food in the suite or whatever. But it's just Ovechkin just holding up the cup like by himself with like. Nobody for three sections. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think, well, they were there early, you know, throughout the first pitch. He threw it out a couple times. Uh, yeah, why did he get two? Because he, he didn't like his first one. He said, give me it in again. <laughs> They're happy to oblige him. He's there whatever he wants right now around that city. All right, so here, I'm going to steal a question I heard on the radio this morning. Um, if you were a hockey player or whatever, and you had a chance, you had a day with the cup, what do you do? I think, uh, you know, I think I've, I probably heard the same thoughts, you know. I think you, you first take it, you know, back to the high school, college, whatever, you give them, you know, their hour or whatever with it. Everybody comes sees no, it. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to know you specifically. What do you do, Tate? This is what I'm doing with it. Yeah, this is the right thing to do. This is what I would do. I think it's fine. You take it back there. You, you, you give it. You give the community a show for like an hour there. Show your appreciation, and then, then you just go and get after it somewhere. Fucking way more fun than than that. So, I think. Uh, I think you're going. Uh, I'm going personally. I'm going with a big, massive Manhattan in there. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, I'm going straight Manhattan, right out of there. Something, you know, some sort of nice-ass whiskey finding, you know, coming up with, I don't know, some rare one or something that I don't know enough about and uh, and really lapping it up out of there. That's my game plan. Nice. Lobster? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> you win the cup. What are you doing? You Tomorrow. You have the cup tomorrow. What are you doing? Oh, man. I don't know, man. What are you doing? I guess uh, for me personally, I'm, uh, you know, I've been done before, you know, but I'll start the day off, right? Maybe a little cereal off the top of the cup. Uh, probably a uh, cinnamon toast, right? Uh, get that going. Get it going strong. And then uh, uh, bringing, that, uh, bringing that cup around, turn it off. Uh, you definitely got to you definitely got to drink out of it. Necessary thing, but uh, uh, I never really thought about this. Like, I don't know. Just spare the moment. Definitely be drunk as as a good thing, you know. Uh, yeah, maybe you just cycle cycle drinks out of there. 
Yeah. After your cereal, you start getting into mimosas and Cereal's screwdrivers. Cereal's a great combo. I like that. Mimosas and screwdrivers, and then, you know, see where it leads you from there. You got somebody, you, you assign one of your boys to be like, hey, you're cleaning this thing 12 times today, minimum. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. It'd be a heck of a day, though. It'd be a heck of a ride. Uh, you know, one place I wouldn't go with, it was the trampoline park. That's the first. Mm, uh, and no sky stone. Definitely just place to be on solid ground and just be hammered drunk for us. So, I mean, that's that seems like that's the that's only thing to do with uh, uh, yeah. Adam, what's your plan? You got a thought? You got an idea? You know, uh, I had ideas, and then I'm kind of changing them now listening to you guys because I do love the cereal idea, um, the screwdriver mimosa route after that, that kind of thing. Um, I think Tate was spot on with like, I wouldn't mind going back, you know, go do those, the PR stuff back at Richfield High School. But I think that after that, I'm going, I'm going like Frenchman for a while. Like, I don't want to, I know eventually I have to do the big like uh, twins game, something like that, like big, you know, high profile thing. But I'm like, I'm thinking like Frenchman's and then I, I roll to TIFFs and I hit up like my own personal old hangouts first. All right, that's uh, that's not bad. Was that your plan before? What what did you change from? What did you? Oh, before I was thinking it was all big, uh, big showy kind of stuff. Like, like I said, like Twins games. Like you're you're sitting in the middle of Nicollet Mall. Like you're you're doing things like that where it's like more exposure, people can see you, that kind of thing. But I kind of like to like keep it uh, keep it home kind of thing for a while. You know, maybe having to do something around around here. I don't know. Like I, I like the smaller venues. In addition to, of course, the, the, the big picture. Good plan. Nice. You watching? Nice. I, I, do you guys happen to be watching this Auburn Florida game? No, I'm not. I thought I thought the reason why I waited to do the podcast was from <laughs> summit. To do what? Uh, you know, Trump, Trump versus Kim Jong Un in a death match. Rodman's wrestling, right? Uh, yeah, they, that that must be what the what the meetups for. We're breaking it yeah, down. Yeah, each other off. Yeah, nice. Worst nice. worst wrestling match ever. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, yeah. I'm really interested to see what the results of that are, man. Good match here tonight. Uh, <laughs> I've been to watch. All right, we're gonna switch gears. Uh, Reed, this is right up your alley. Let's talk horse racing. Yeah, we had yeah. our right. now. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is it thirteenth? Thirteenth. Thirteenth. Right. That's right. Okay. So thirteen in whatever, like a hundred years, which is crazy awesome. Um, I'm also pretty sure he did. He go wire to wire in all three. Uh, pretty darn close. I mean, you can you can say that. I mean, technically, he didn't even go wire to wire. At, yeah, at the Belmont, he wasn't. You know, for. A little bit. He wasn't in the front. Oh, okay. He, he was I mean, you can't say that he was like never behind. Uh, I get, I get what you're saying. He, he was, he was up there close on the base. Not, uh, you know, in the lead for all three of the races. Well, uh, right. Two of them were extra muddy, and he came out clean in both of those. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. He, he was up there. He was up there in the front. Uh, you know, he, yeah, that's that's the style. That's how he runs. I mean. Yeah, uh, send send him early. Don't want to deal with any traffic, and he can, he can you know, 
at least strong enough that nobody was uh, that great of a finisher this year to uh, the coming season. So, Reed, you're the you're the great horse racing mind in the group. Um, is Justify like? I mean, obviously, Triple Crow when it puts him in the upper echelon of all horses, whatever. But like compared to say other great horses, other Triple Crown winners, is just he go. like top? Is just go no, just go him. him versus American Pharaoh. Who wins? Man, you know, Justify has a couple things that are going for him as far as. Uh, you know, he's one of uh, two that he never, he never lost the race um, while he's you know, during Triple Crown. Uh, I mean, since when he went, he's pretty big uh, in race. So he's, he's undefeated. So, yeah, it's him and Seattle Slew are the only two that were undefeated at the time they won Triple Crown. Uh, he's actually he beat the most horses um, in history to get to the Triple Crown. He beat 35 different horses in the three races. Ever, uh, you know, that horse is in the Belmont, so he can find other horses that he beat with the most in the Belmont uh, by any triple crown. He has some things going for him, but if you look at times and stuff like that, he's uh, as far as you know, those are, those are elite, uh, upper class, uh, top horses. And, uh, I, I would put him somewhere in the middle of that, but I mean, he's definitely not the top. I don't know if you guys are thinking about. Secretary, if if they would have raced, Justify would have lost by twenty five lengths. So yeah, yeah, that would, Twitter. Is that what it was? Yeah, I, yeah that's like the ultimate of uh, course. That that race that that uh, the secretary had there. Something else. I mean, I don't know. For my money, I, I guess uh, I guess I take uh, I take American Pharaoh. Uh, over justified. Uh, I might be wrong here in the long run, but uh, uh, yeah, if you want me to make a choice right now, I think that. And I'll tell you what, I think there's going to be another uh, I think there's gonna be another triple crown winner here in the next two, maybe three years again. They, they seem to kind of come in bunches there. Um, I believe there was like four, uh, I want to say there was like three or four in the, in the 30s, and then either one, three or four in the 40s, and there was in the 70s, and now we're finally kind of getting them in bunches here, and I think, uh, I think we're going to get one more triple crown winner here within the next two or three years. So I'm uh, excited, excited for where horse race is at. I'm excited to see the big horses potentially start making their way to Canterbury, and it's a good time, good time to be a, a horse racing fan, a, a handicapper, a fan of sports in general, man. So coming back strong, and coming back strong around, around Hope we lost him. Oh, hey, we'll we'll pick him back up here. Yeah, that's all right. Back up here, but no, I think with him. I think it's an interesting point. Uh, That was he actually answered my follow-up question of, are we going to start to see more triple crown winners? Uh, Is this going to start to become less of a a thing? Because I mean, it took forever, and now we got two in three years. But he kind of answered that he feels like it's going to come in bunches and then go in another uh, another wave and another drought after that. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Well. Uh. Yeah. We'll get him to round it up, and then. Uh, well. Yeah. Let's. You got, uh, what's next? Let's get. Let's get the lobster back on. But when we come back on, let's talk a little bit of twins. They. They looked like they had some momentum, and uh. Well, maybe not. Yeah. They're tough. All right. All right. We'll be right back. Short break. Lobster claws.
Yeah, man. Hey, getting him back, getting him back. Can you hear me this time? You're all good here. Hey, so yeah. as we wait for Adam, uh, let's uh, finish up. Any, any any other thoughts that you got on uh, Justify, horse racing in general, Triple Crowns, anything yeah. of that nature? Where to, where to cut off with you guys? Uh, you're in the middle, kind of just uh, well, probably the end, I'd say, of about saying – you know, it sounds like there's going to be uh, you got you got a streak of them coming here and then probably, you know, another drought maybe or, you know, at least a, a couple one maybe for sure coming more. And then uh, before who knows what, but more triple crowns yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just uh, man, I can't can't say enough about where, where horse racing is right now in, in general, man. I'm just uh, excited about it. Got a, uh, you know, this. Triple Crown stuff got got people back up and excited about horse racing again. You know, it used to be one of the biggest biggest pastimes here. I think uh, a lot of people are excited to get out. Young people, everything, learn about about horse racing, uh, getting out at Canterbury, getting out wherever they can. Um, fun stuff. It's a great, uh, you know, especially around Minnesota to get out in the summertime. Trying to get bigger and better horses out at Canterbury, man. It's, it's great. They're really uh, drawing support, you know. Horse racing was kind of a uh, anyway, went was kind of obsolete there for, for the last uh, I don't know probably 20, 30 years here, but it's coming back big time. We're seeing more and more people out, and bringing uh, more fans and uh, bigger purses and better better uh, jockeys and horses and trainers and everything out not only to Canterbury but just around in general. And this crowd's been huge to us. Uh, help the sport man it's, it's been great so the resurgence of horse racing across america is uh it's a big thing and these triple crown winners that have been huge uh huge influence in helping that out so, man loving that loving, yeah, loving what's going on with horse racing right now and, and loving to see people want to get back into it get out to canterbury get the best and learn about it uh, man fantastic stuff going on right now in the horse racing world so Definitely, definitely, definitely. And let's go. Uh, we'll go get Adam real quick, uh, and we'll uh, we'll wrap it up and uh, and get get on with the next one. Yes, sir. Hey, Lester. Yeah, man. All righty. Come on. Anchors up, Adam. Yeah. Hey, we're all back at it. Back all right. in effect. All right, so Reed and I, Reed and I commented quick. He's he's excited. People are getting more interested in horse racing. Canterbury, more people showed up, showing the interest. Um, I think too that'll help too, or it'll probably end up going. You know, Canterbury is basically the place best set up to start taking sports bets once you know Minnesota gets their shit together to start doing that. So that can only increase increase you know fan attendance uh, no. just to get out there and stuff anyways too. So. I agree. Unfortunately, I feel like it might be like a full year away from that, but because we don't have even we don't have any kind of legislation in place to even like begin that. Whereas like some of those states out east already had stuff ready to go the second Supreme Court said okay. It's uh, it's ridiculous. We can't can't ever be the first passive aggressive ass people fucking don't want to do anything until enough people are doing it. So it'll probably be one, maybe two years. Yeah, it won't be too long, but it's. It should be now, but whatever. Anyway, 
So Reed's predicting. Pull something off, man. Don't think the Medwalking suit can't pull something off here quick until, until they figure something else out. So. It ain't the Medwalking, though. It's state legislator. Yeah, yeah. They don't but, follow state. They're 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 uh they're what their own uh their own thing, their own entity. I'm sure I'm sure they gotta worry about it too, but or worry about what the state does and X Y and Z. But uh, yeah, you might be right. You never know. I mean, I'm sure they'll get it going as soon as possible, but the state does have to like agree to it first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess uh. Agree to uh, not know what's going on. <laughs> hey, one right. last one last thing yeah. before we move on. Read any any uh, concerns with uh, what was it? Raising hope or uh, rocking? Who was the horse? You heard that they, uh, you know, people are people are getting upset with how they ran that horse thing and then tried to block out competitors in the Belmont. Uh, dude, it's like that all the time. I mean, a bunch of bullshit. Just sore losers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not, uh, no, no, that's, that's ridiculous. Anybody that, that buys into that, is, that's nonsense. That's, yeah, people looking for excuses. That's, no, that's weak. That's weak. I, I don't want to hear that. That's, uh, that's horrible. That's how, that's how horse racing is. That's people who don't actually know the sport that well and don't actually follow it. That's, that's done. So, yeah, I, no, no credit. No, uh, I, I don't hold anything with that. All right, Q, what do you got? All right, so let's move on. Uh, let's talk Twins a little bit here. We don't need to talk a lot. Tate and I have spent a lot of time on baseball the last couple of casts, so let's just touch on it quick. Uh, twins about a week ago. Rinse and repeat. I know, right? Uh, they showed signs of life. You take three or four from Cleveland. Um, you're whatever it was, three, three and a half games out at the time maybe four or five games below 500, but, like, you're right on the cusp of, like, making a move. And you're going right into a series with the White Sox, who are terrible, and then the Angels, who are good, and that's fine. Uh, and they basically do nothing. Split with the Sox, uh, one win in a three-game series against the Angels, and here we are again, like, same thing. So... Uh, I got a, show, a showdown this week with the Tigers for second place. And Cleveland again after that. Oh, good. So my question to you guys is, as you sit right now at the beginning of June, uh, let's, let's just call it between now and the All-Star break, what are your expectations for the Twins? Where do you think they go between now and the All-Star break? Is it staying, maintaining 500, that kind of record, slightly below? Do they make a push? Or do they completely go in the tank and sell off? What what's what's happening in the next month or so for the Twins? They play about five hundred baseball. They remain about five games under five hundred. Man, I got I got to think. Uh, I'm always optimistic with the Twins. It's about all I got this time of the year. Uh, yeah, well, I try to watch the Twins as much as I can here now. Uh, that the other ones are are done, you know, get my, get my horse racing in on the weekends and whatnot. So I'm going to say that uh, I got the, I got the Twins making a little bit of a push. Uh, but, yeah, they're, they're not too far above 500. So I, I see them playing uh, by the All-Star where they six games under 500 right now. They'll probably uh, get up to right, right about 500 by the All-Star break there in the next month. So they're, they're playing pretty decent ball here over the next month. I got them going. It's beyond frustrating because they, like I said, they made that push and 
really, like, two games is such a big difference right now. Like, say they take three or four from Chicago and two or three from uh, the Angels, and instead of being five and a half out there, three, three and a half. Um, but, of course, you could say that in a stretch in the season. So, uh, you, it worries me that they, they're putting Miguel Sano down in, like, six, seventh in the lineup, whatever. Boxman is going to be gone for quite some time. So, uh, I don't know. They he's he's coming. Who? Buxton. He ran the other day, yesterday, I think. Uh, took some swings. You know, is feeling starting to feel better. He's coming with them on the road trip. Not that they're going to activate him, but to he, keep working. He out has a broken toe. I think he's back before the All Star break. Should he though? Well, I don't know. Should he be playing in the majors? Well, there's that too, <laughs> but like. He, he's got a broken toe. Like, they already rushed him back without a minor league uh, rehab stint before that, and he proved to not be ready. Now he's back on the DL, and now you're going to rush him back off it again. Like, I don't think it's rushing, though. Like, I think, you know, he gets through this week, maybe in the next week and a half, you know, and then call it the middle of next week, he goes, starts playing. You know, maybe he's two, three weeks out from coming back. I mean, that is a while, but. I, I mean, I personally wouldn't touch him until after the All-Star break. Let that thing heal. I think he's coming back. Mauer's on his way back. Uh, Polanco's uh, got to be coming up soon. I think it's like, uh, yeah, who knows? July 1st or something like that. Yeah, something like July. Big Irv is coming back. Is he? Yeah. I don't know. I did, last I heard he got shut down again or he had a setback or something, but I haven't oh. heard anything for two weeks. It could be. Um, yeah, they, they've got some interesting pieces, but it might just be better to sell off. Maybe better to use more than two guys out of the bullpen. They are on pace to have – oh, I'm going to mess up which guys are doing it, but they're going to end up having three guys that are going to be close to 80 appearances this year. Yeah, it sucks. All right, well, that's, that's not a lot to say up. there. No, well, that's fine. We can move on. Uh, I don't really have too much other baseball stories other than it sounds like Shohei Otani, you know, your first two-way player since, like, Babe Ruth uh, might need Tommy John surgery and be out until 2020, which is not fun. Yeah, that sucks. Otherwise, it's just baseball. That's all we got now, gang. Baseball and WNBA. What? Oh, we'll save that for the next cast because the Lynx are struggling. Yeah, that's all you need to say, really. You don't know, you don't have any more insights. No, I don't. Who knows? I look at a record in a newspaper, essentially. All right, so let's it. move on. Let's move on. NBA. This is this is where the bulk of our cast is going today. NBA. So let's start with the finals. Uh, just general reaction to the finals. Breathe. He's in there somewhere. Did we lose I died from that boring twin stock. <laughs> that might be it. All right, Reed, what were your thoughts on the finals? Dude, uh, I, I think I told you guys this when we the last time I was on the podcast when the Timberwolves were still in the, in the playoffs. I mean, I could have told you this. I don't know where we're all wasting our time with because it was going to be Golden State versus Cleveland, and it was going to be Golden State pretty easily. I mean, yeah. There's not a whole lot to be said about it. I mean, it was pretty boring other than game one. It's no different if, if uh, things fall Cleveland's way there uh, in game one. But, I mean, I don't know. So, what, maybe uh, 
maybe go to state wins it in five or six instead of four. I mean, I was just gonna ask that. So let's say let's say Cleveland wins game one. Let's say J.R. Smith and George Hill don't blow it. How much of a difference does that make in the overall series? It doesn't seem like much. I mean, the rest of those games weren't very close or anything. I mean, maybe score wise they kind of were, but like I don't know. The Warriors didn't even sweat too much. They didn't even look like they had to try too hard. Yeah, uh, KD was unstoppable. Yeah, he's good. I don't know. You know, I don't know. It's boring. I mean, it is. people say it's that. Awesome. Whatever, I, I don't, you know, you watch the same finals over again. Nobody's learning anything. It's not a, we talked about it, it's not a, it's not a rivalry. It was just kind of. The Cavs accepted their fate. LeBron tried to do what he could. He realized that the rest of his team sucks. He's leaving. Uh, so we'll we'll get a new, you know, one half of the finals next year at least. Yeah, so, so that leads it right into it. So the, the big story, the number one A topic is where is LeBron going? Reed, you got some ideas? Dude, uh... And ideas like realistic, or can I just? Well, well, well. What do you think? What either some ideas and not necessarily super realistic, and then where do you think he actually goes? Your bet. So I got a, I had a weird thought saying that. Uh, I had a weird thought come to my head. It was probably the drugs or medication I was taking for this niece. Um, but uh, when I was hearing you guys talking about where you thought he might go. Uh, with Lars, uh, and then I heard everybody talking. I don't know, maybe it just kind of ran together in my head. But uh, I, I was thinking, what, what if uh, what if he goes to San Antonio and, and him and Kawhi play together? Uh, I don't know. It seems like he's a pop guy, and uh, maybe maybe that'd be in different face. That'd be fun. Yeah. Who knows? I like that idea. I mean, they got to do something. I don't know. It sounds like Kawhi's upset for whatever reason. He won't really. Explain why, but um, it doesn't really make sense. Either, but uh, but I don't know. I'm just trying to throw something different out there that, that I haven't heard anybody talk about. It's a good idea. I don't know what their like financial situation or anything is. I know I'm sure they'd you know they they're due to pay Kawhi a ton, and I'm fairly certain they're paying uh, Lil, or uh, Aldridge a ton, but don't know otherwise. I bet they can fit it in. Maybe I think they what do they still have Pa Pa? I think so. They'd probably get rid of him, or he's a free agent or something. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know maybe he feels the pop after after the sudden uh, after the loss of his wife. There, yeah, you know, he's pretty emotional when he heard about that in the playoffs. I thought maybe uh, maybe it could be something. Uh, you know, they kind of reconnect that, bring Kawhi in. They, you know. Maybe they got the answer to, to be Golden State. I, I don't know. Bring somebody else in there with them, too. Uh, you know, LeBron's bringing people around. So it's just uh, something different, something different to put out there. Uh, everybody's interesting idea. Pretty much uh, either uh, Eastern Conference or, or maybe Houston. I, and I was just trying to kind of think outside the box a little bit. So, uh, no, yeah. I like it. Everything I've seen is, yeah, like you said, like it. I'm just. I'm torn trying to figure out if he's going to go try to build uh, like a super team out west. It seems difficult, I guess. Like the rumors. I mean, does he? 
does he really want to keep losing in the finals or potentially losing in the finals? Uh, I think, I think he, that might start playing into it too, though. Like he doesn't want to have, he does he's already what three and three and five, no, three and six, three and six yeah. in the finals. Like, I don't think he wants to like set, I mean, does he want record, to stop but... going to the finals? Cause I think he wants to stop losing in the finals. Well, but say he – I mean, the, the Osman betting favorite when you look in Vegas is going to uh, the Lakers. And even if he gets Paul George, is is LeBron, Paul George, and friggin' Lonzo Bell gonna, all going to win the Western Conference? Maybe. Not New Orleans? Orleans? New Orleans? I mean, I haven't heard them get mentioned, but neither have I. What, I don't know. I'm just saying, what about him and, and Cousins and, and Anthony Davis and, uh, you know, Holiday and Rondo? I mean, come on. Cousins is a, Cousins is a free agent. You got to talk that crazy man and taking a lot less money. And then so. if you're talking about money, you're talking about paying Boogie, paying AD, paying LeBron, that kind of stuff. Like, they might not have the cap space for all that. But I like that team a lot more than I like Kyle Kuzma, Lonzo Ball, Paul George, and LeBron. Yeah, I'm trying to throw out ideas at everybody. Else. Maybe to the Wolves. I read a I read a short article about why the Wolves isn't crazy. I don't think he'll come here, but uh, it sounds say like he tells say he tells the Cavs that he ain't coming back, and they go uh, sign and trade for Wiggins. No, I've heard the same kind of things, but I feel like that's all driven by like local media here. Because uh, uh, yeah, it's an it's just an idea though. It's not a like we're just throwing things out there. I mean, it might not be possible that he goes to New Orleans, but. You go sign and trade, and he doesn't get, you know, quite hated on because he brings Wiggins back. He just doesn't leave them, you know, empty-handed at least. Yeah, I mean, come here. He's got, he's got, he's got Butler to, you know, help run the offense, create his own shot, do some things, and and Butler takes, you know, the the main defensive prowess, and you know, takes on the big, I don't big guard guy, and you got Towns spreading the floor, getting down low. I don't think it's crazy personnel-wise. I think it's crazy because I don't see him playing for Tibbs. Well, that's yeah, that's definitely the the tough one. Yeah, um, that, that's the thing. But I mean, I I'm, I'm pretty sure that it's true that that he uh, he was finding he's working on enrolling Brownie into the new St. Margaret here. Yeah, Brownie apparently visited. Yeah, there you go. Hey, right, so, so let's go through. Him. Hold on, real quick. If that's true, and they, he went to Benil St. Margaret, and I played him twice a year, and I'm coaching against LeBron's kid, and, he, and LeBron's in the crowd, I'm so shook. <laughs> you're you're losing my sixty. <laughs> Bronny's dunking on your team. Yeah, well, we'll see until Bronny ends up in the stretcher, and LeBron hates me and leaves Minnesota. And <laughs> so you'll be wearing his shoes at least. So he'll respect you a little. <laughs> Yeah, who am I kidding? I'll be I'll be standing out there. I'll be looking to just shake the man's hand and witness greatness like the rest of it. So, nah, but uh, who knows? Maybe, maybe the Timberwolves aren't, aren't totally crazy outside of him living in Minnesota, but uh, I don't know. All right. I don't so know. Let, me, let me do this. I'm going to throw out a few teams that they've been rumored that he's going to visit with at least and talk to. You tell me, like, if you think it's a good fit. You tell me uh, if you think it's a bad fit. You think if it's a realistic fit, that kind of thing. Like, just your general thoughts. So, let's start with uh, him going to Philly. What do you Love think? Love it. I like it just because I think it's cool and it's fun. And I like those guys. Realistically, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Terrible fit. And he needs to. Is it, though? 
Well, it's a terrible fit. They got any of most of their shooters are free agents. Um, well, they'll they sign. To... Won't they sign free agents pretty easily when LeBron's there? Maybe, or maybe you know, you never know when when people start getting there if they want to play with LeBron and do they want to get paid. You can't convince everyone just to come hang out and try and make a run with you. Some well, they, dudes just want to get paid. Now, just devil's advocate, as that being in the Eastern Conference, he still gets basically a free pass to the finals. Uh, Boston's going to be tough regardless next year. True. So uh, A lot of other things can happen. You never know what Toronto's going to do. So hang on. So uh, That brings up another point. It, uh, the rumor has it he's going to talk to Boston. I mean... <laughs> They they have to open. They'd have to basically trade Kyrie. Why? Which I don't. I don't think that happens. They can't afford it. I think I think they should just trade Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie for LeBron. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> It'd be hilarious. Let's say, let's say they do have to trade Kyrie because they can't afford his contract and he's just you know injury prone and maybe not that good that kind of thing. It, it is Boston with. The guys they have now with Brown and Smart and those guys and Hayward coming back and LeBron, is that a title contending team? They're definitely title contending. I mean, they're title contending without LeBron. So we'll go get Reed and uh, we'll find out. What do you think? Yo. What's up, brother? All right. So. Two brothers. Question at hand. Question at hand. If LeBron goes to Boston, does that increase his chances of winning an NBA title compared to what it is right now? Well, yeah. It, I mean, that gives him a better a better team than Cleveland. Reed? Is it enough to beat Houston or Golden State? Well, um, that's a... It certainly betters its chances. I mean, you got better players, you got a better chance to win. I, I don't know. I mean, you got a better. I mean, I'm gonna say you got a better coach. Uh, no knock on Ty Lu, but he's not really doing it a ton. Ty uh, Lu ain't really a coach. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I'm. Uh, shoot. I would. Uh, it's definitely better chances than he has right now. Shit, he doesn't have anybody to play with right now. So yeah. Okay. Uh, next. Team on the docket that I'm hey going back though to. Philly I yeah. don't think Philly's a good fit and why we talked through that I, I mean I just I ben, don't understand your thought on that okay Ben Simmons can't shoot I saw somebody basically they were like well he basically becomes their Draymond Green but he's a worse shooter all he does is all he would do is you know uh pass and yeah maybe try to rebound or whatever I mean I don't get he can't I've seen people think that he shoots wrong-handed. <laughs> no, he's like really legitimately. They're like, I think, like apparently, like I, I haven't watched him that close, but apparently, like around the rim, he finishes right-handed a lot. He does everything right-handed, but for some reason, he shoots jump shots left-handed. No, that's fair, but like, I don't know. Like, if you have MVP, he does that, and you have Simmons, and you have LeBron, and well, you Simmons know you're is, gonna, you know you're gonna. Doesn't get... do a lot. Embiid clogs up the lane and doesn't really. I mean, what do you? Kind of shot, maybe like thirty percent, very barely. He gets injured a shit ton. Um, I don't. I mean, 
I don't think it's it's the greatest fit for them. They'd have to, like you said, I mean, maybe if they can talk some of these other guys into it, and, you know, they got to re-sign JJ and some other shooters. But Yeah, of course. You have to get guys like that. I don't know. I don't think it's the best fit for them. Okay. So let's, let's get out of the East because, well, I guess here, we can touch on this quick. There's the, I guess, a rumor at this point uh, that he's going to talk to the Heat. Why? Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I think they have like a terrible salary cap problem too. They do. Oh yeah. Well, they're paying Hassan Whiteside a ton of money for some dog shit players. They can't be paying Whiteside more than Philadelphia uh, is paying JJ Reddick. Yeah, Reddick's an unrestricted free agent. I was gonna say he was on a like one or two year deal. Yeah, but they signed him for like twenty four million dollars a year. It was just a one year deal, so. He's going to want yep. something close to – I mean, maybe not that, but he, he'll probably want something close to that. He can't ask for something like that if he knows the situation he's getting into, though, can he? He can't – like, you he can't – you have to understand cap constrictions and things like that to say, like, all right, well, if I'm going to walk into a team with LeBron and things like that, like, I can't ask for $20 million a year. Like, really i got to be willing to take 15 yeah, it know. just it just depends. Uh, it just depends if he wants to win or if he wants to get paid. That's what it comes down to in the NBA. Some guys uh, really want right. to win. Some guys just trying to get their money and get out. So, hundred percent. So, okay. So that's basically all the Eastern Conference teams. Now, I personally, I feel like like Tate, you said he's tired of losing in the finals, but wouldn't you rather lose in the finals than the conference finals? I don't know. I think I, I feel like maybe he worries more about that. They talk about oh, he got to the finals and lost, and he's you know it's always going to be well. Hey, he only won three or maybe gets four or five championships, but he also lost it, you know, six, seven times or whatever. Like, I think I think he maybe he's more concerned about losing in the finals and not getting to the finals. So you think it, it, he'd rather like lose in a conference final? I mean, well, and if he thinks he's going to win in one way or another, not being on Golden State, why not take him down there? And then, and then he gets to, you know, himself tee off on some shit team from the East. Oh, it'll be a cakewalk in the final. So, so let's go in the West. So, like I said, the odds on betting favorites, L.A. He lives in L.A. Um, clearly, he needs another superstar with him if he goes there. So, what are your thoughts on him going to L.A.? Uh, they're not good enough. Yeah, I mean, I think he, I, I think he's like, I don't know, he might, he might rather go to New York than to L.A. Too. I think he just buys houses out there just because he probably will make money on them. Why he owns not? two. Yeah, why, yeah the, the house thing isn't really selling me on, on any of that. Uh, I'm not really buying into that one. I, I, don't, I don't see L.A. Uh, and I, don't, I don't buy – yeah, and I, I agree, Reed. I don't buy either that he, you know, he's got his whatever movie company and wants to do this. Like, he's – I mean, we talked with Lars, too. He's already the biggest star in the NBA. He doesn't need to be out – he doesn't need to – uh, like, you know, be on an L.A. team to have an L.A. presence and to be, you know, however big and everything else. So. Dude, this guy's got his hands in all sorts of stuff. When he's got partial ownership in who is it, Arsenal or somebody is soccer team. I mean, it, right. it, like, it, just because he has a house in, in L.A., I don't think that means anything. That's just, just to me. Does it matter if he gets somebody, like, does it matter who he gets with him? Does L.A. make any sense at all? Or does it matter? Like, I thought I saw something about, like, maybe he gets Chris Paul with him uh, versus Paul George. You know, like, does that matter? 
Well, of course it matters. It, it definitely matters. We get, that's going to be his whole thing. Is he's going to be, I mean, yeah, he'll say the right things, but uh, he's going to be politicking with the players with everybody to figure out who can come and who's going to take what and where they can go to make it all fit in to, to make sure that he's set up his best to win it all next year. So he's going to be, He's a smart dude. He's gonna figure out something. He'll, he'll have a he'll have a pretty solid team next year, and he'll he'll be making a, a strong run at whoever at, at Golden State, whoever, whether it's from the East or from the West. He's gonna be gonna be coming for him next year. So, all right. So last yeah. one, the one that I think makes the most sense, the thing, the the one that I I feel like if I was gonna bet on it, I'd bet on this one, Houston. Oh, now you're on the Houston bandwagon. Like yeah, I mean, yeah. That's uh, what I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't love it. I, I don't love it, but uh, I don't really love any. I don't love a lot of things about the way that the NBA is going right now. So yeah, that's it. No, I, I, I feel how. Uh, hey, you talked about fit with the Sixers. Does he fit with the Rockets? Yeah, they don't. They don't. I mean, they 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 sign him. They wouldn't resign Capella, basically, and then. Uh, they're geared around shooters and that's, you know, the way of the league and he can do his thing and drive in and facilitate. And I mean, the, the obvious thing is, you know, those guys all like to have the ball in their hands a lot. Him I was and just going to say that, that's three ball centric guys running your team. I mean, him and Paul are, you know, like best fucking friends. So I think they figure it out and you get the two of those guys that talk to Harden. I think they're, they're just fine with it. And I think that helps take some of the, some of the heat off of him. I, I think I think Paul's fine with just kind of being the third wheel, and he says I'll take the least amount and basically trade off Harden and Harden and LeBron and let the you know they do a lot of ISO whatever, and you guys got you got guys you know uh, spotting up and you know Harden drives in or then you got LeBron kind of trailing behind them or coming into or I don't know I think I think it fits maybe I just talk right. into it because I like it. All right, so let's wrap this up uh, with uh, I want uh, it's a two-part question for each of you. I want to know what you want or where you want LeBron to sign, and where you mm-hmm. think he's going to sign. Dude, if anybody like, says anything besides the Timberwolves for where they want him to sign, yeah. I, I got I'm going to have to talk to y'all off. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Taking out like obviously the like bias that we're all Timberwolves fans, I'm saying like NBA wise, like. Where would you want him to sign? Like, you think this would be fun? You think this would be a good fit? Versus, where do you think he actually signs? Like, knowing the state of the league and things like that. Uh, I want, I want to, I want to see him sign in uh, in Oklahoma City and play with Westbrook. Just because that's, that's, that'd be fun. <laughs> that'd be fun. That would be great. I didn't think about that's that. That's hilarious. I didn't think of that either. Just Let think Paul the two of them team would be wild. Just think that'd be fun. Let Stephen Adams bully people around and, and oh, yeah. Yeah, shoot, I don't know. Be <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. That's a great call. That'd Let him be, be friends with Carmelo and yeah, shoot, I don't know. I, that'd be fun to me. So I, I say that's where I, that would be the most fun uh, to watch, anyway. Uh, and then uh, realistically, uh, yeah, uh, gosh, I don't even know. Frank, I kind of haven't been able to talk myself into anything realistically, but. Uh, I don't know. More than likely, uh, I don't know. It's just hard to imagine not going. But, uh, I don't know. I think he could be ready for for a new challenge. Uh, I, I, I don't 
um, I don't know. Dude, I don't have a great answer for you about where I think he's actually going, and and, and nobody does. So well, yeah, that's really the whole point. Is nobody has any idea. So, anyways, uh, it'll be a fun one. It'll be a fun one in OKC. I'll tell you that much. All right. Oh, Chelsea. Hopefully, he doesn't re-sign in Cleveland. That would be lame. Wouldn't that be the worst? I don't know. It'd be lame. Probably be great for Cleveland fans, but all right, you're pretty Chelsea. lame. Chelsea, your favorite option, and then your realistic option. Man, that's a great one with OKC. Uh, I mean, I hadn't thought about that. Reed already kind of tucked me into that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That'd be fun. Um, I mean, I'll I'll stick with that he'll actually sign with Houston till I, you know, get talked into something differently from Twitter or somebody else. I'll ride that, that bandwagon, I guess. Nice. Yeah, I hear you, man. I guess if I have to pick where I think he's going, I guess I guess I'll say I don't know. Maybe maybe just stays with Cleveland and talk some people to come in with them and, and, and try to try to keep it there. But yeah. I, I don't I don't want that to, I don't want that to happen. But I'm trying to pick a realistic. Yeah, that that might just be something boring like that. He stays there. They trade Kevin Love and you know maybe they sign yeah, JJ some Redick of these other and sign a couple of other pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah, that might end up being a play, but uh, yeah, it's probably, it's probably the most realistic option, but definitely not the most fun. So. There you have it. What do you got? Uh, I think for me, my most fun is him going to Boston and then keeping Kyrie and watching how Kyrie, Hayward, Brown, Smart, LeBron, those guys all work together uh, and just absolutely no, they're not all. They're not going to all be there. They, they they literally have like right. I think either positive or negative six million dollars in cap space. Well, but they could be willing to eat that cost. Like they can do that. Marcus Smart's leaving. He already said he wanted like fourteen or fifteen million next year. Yeah, and they might lose like okay. So if you lose Marcus Smart off that team, okay, fine. Like Jalen Brown still on his rookie deal. You you have Kyrie and uh, Hayward locked up. Like they could go over the tax and. Or oh, over the cap and pay the luxury tax. I mean, but they, doesn't it start going it. really crazy at some point? Like, like say they go $20 million over the cap, doesn't that end up being like triple the amount or something? Maybe. I know it happens after a couple of years, but... Right, but I'm also thinking like uh, I could see LeBron signing like a one-year deal with a player option or something like that and just like going, going there, like they pay the luxury tax for one year to try to win a title or something like that. Um, and then they figure out, you know, money things later. But that that's my most fun is I, I would like – that's, like, I think the most maybe capable Eastern Conference team of taking down the Warriors. I don't think they can, but I think that's the most likely option where the Warriors don't just crush everyone. Okay. And where do you think? Realistically, I think he stays in Cleveland. I think he gets – a 1A B level superstar to come there with him whether it's Paul George whether it's you know somebody else and it's it's rinse wash you know repeat uh, same kind of thing this year where they they have a, a good not great regular season he single handedly wills them into either a conference finals or a finals again and they get crushed 
Dude, wouldn't it be awesome though if he say he stays in Cleveland and somehow he like him and him and Phil Knight talk uh, KD into coming there? Uh, the crazy just, rumor I heard Durant right now. Just burns him. He's like, yeah, I'm coming back for sure. And then he's like, actually, fuck you guys. And me and LeBron are coming to fucking tear your assholes apart. Yeah, well, I heard, you That'd know, Katie's already basically come out and said he's recently. That would so be. that's ridiculous. But uh, I did see some sort of weird, reckless, like, idea out there the, today that, like, Katie and LeBron both go to the Lakers. Yeah, you never know. Probably not. Oh, definitely not. Probably not. Well, that would be fun. It would be a lot of fun. Phil Knight gets him with a, some Nike money, uh, you know. Him and LeBron tag up, and they both get an ownership stake in the Cavs. And <laughs> hey, real quick, speaking about LeBron and KD, how funny was that comment in his press conference the other day? Did you guys catch uh, it? I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, when KD dropped 43 the other day, and somebody asked him about like how good was Kevin Durant tonight, and he's like, "Yeah, he's good. Everybody knows he's good except Portland." <laughs> Oops. That's that's fun. I, I thought that was funny. Yeah, 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 man. I don't know. I freaking hate the Warriors right now. So, yeah, I've had enough of them. I do like I was, Steve Kerr. I was kind of hoping that after KD had this little like two-year run, wins a couple titles, that he's like, all right, I got my rings. I'm gonna go do something else. Like he goes yeah. back to Washington, where he's from. You know that kind of thing. Like he's addicted it to it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they just. I take I take John Wall and Beal and and Durant and LeBron and Gortat. That'd be that'd be cool. There, there, <laughs> sure. there, there's it. There it is. Right there. That's that's the team I want. They all go to Washington. Yeah. They can change their name we'll back to, to get, the Bullets. Say so we'll come there if you yeah. guys become the Bullets. <laughs> You'll have to get like rid of my guy Otto Porter Jr. Shit, that'll be a tough pill to follow. <laughs> Break. <laughs> they can probably re-sign, re-sign Nene's gray ass for uh, veteran minimum. Oh, man. They got to get Perkins just to sit on the bench in a suit. They'll, they'll just, Dude, I don't know. Did you guys see earlier this season when they, like, uh, Area 21 or whatever, Garnett was on the Wolves and he just had, like, hammered dunked it on, on – Nene when he was uh, in Denver. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. Um, in, I don't know, whatever. It was like this is the whatever anniversary of like him. Like, dude, I, I, like he didn't have like any hair there. Like I think after like he humiliated him so bad that like this dude's just been growing out his hair and trying to hide for the rest of his life <laughs> and how bad that KG fucking <laughs> hammered on him at, on that one. Random thought. Anyway. I like uh, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Look it up if you haven't seen it, man. Garnett, Area 21, just had me whatever it was 14, 15 years ago. Just hammers on, on I think it's at home at the Target Center against uh, Denver. And they just in there. Oh, whew. Yeah, Garnett's the best. Was that when he was still Nene Hilario instead of just Nene? Uh, you know, I think it said Nene on the back of his jersey, though. I don't ah, know. have to change. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I can't remember. I don't know. Wasn't looking at that. Wasn't looking at that. You guys got any thoughts about the World Cup? That was my next thought. Okay, so clearly the Wolves are not in like any kind of position to like win a title right now because the Warriors are unbeatable basically. Um, Wolves are cap tracked. You didn't uh, hear what Reed said. Uh, what was that? He said the World Cup. 
The World what? Cup soccer. Oh, World, World Cup. I thought you said World. Well, okay, my bad. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, this is really on your list? And then you start talking about the Wolves. No, I, I thought he said Wolves. I misheard. Uh, no. I was just curious. Hey, who's the country that does the skull chant? What's here for them? What is that? Iceland or something like that? I don't know. Yeah. I think it's Iceland, maybe. What's here for them, I guess? Yeah, I got yeah. no horse in the race, so I have no idea. Cheer for them. Maybe you cheer yeah. for Messi if you like Dovetskin winning, and then you cheer for Argentina. Oh, sure. Yeah, maybe. See, you know, maybe. he hasn't won. Uh, I don't know. You don't cheer for don't cheer for those Nazi Germans. Never. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, it's just some some epic fucking bicycle kicks and shit going around. I'm excited. Thursday is gonna be good. Lucky, lucky for me. Uh... I'm off all summer, so I'll be watching the tennis during the day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. World Cup's always fun. It'd be a lot more fun if the U.S. was in it, even though, you know, rarely do we even have a, like, fighting chance. But, I mean, I'll be watching. Yeah, for sure. Let's, uh, yeah, it'll be it's always fun to get into world, world tournaments, Olympics, World Cups. That's about it. Always fun. Always fun. You got to appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, we'll come back next time, uh, I don't know, later this week, something like that. Uh, we'll talk a little NBA draft. We'll uh, we'll see how the World Cup's going on, see if we know anything new about NBA free agency, even though it can't start until July 1, but uh, see if the Twins have a pulse at all, and uh, we'll we'll check in again soon. Hey, Wilder, Wilder yeah, and Joshua agree to fight. You seen that? Yeah, my guy, Bronze Bomber, man, a Bama boy. It's uh, gonna be a fun one. That's gonna be that's gonna be one to watch for sure. Heavyweights going at it. Heavy, that's gonna be a hell of a fight. Heavyweights unification about this fall. Um, any quick thoughts? Are you worried that that apparently their deal includes a rematch already? When is the fight scheduled? Um, they just said this fall. They just agreed kind of on the terms. They're gonna fight in the UK this fall. And, uh, and there's already a, a, a rematch. Uh, the, the terms include a rematch in, uh, in, oh, no. Oh, sorry. Off his glove, and they go to the College World Series. Florida guy just hit a, a line drive. This guy was at near the fence. He jumped up to try to catch it. It bounced out of his glove and over the fence. Walked oh, no. Run, bottom of the 11th. Whoa. Wow. So Florida goes out, the number one seed. Bottom of the eleventh. Yikes! This guy. Is wow! Straight by. Straight by after a weak performance from the number one prospect from Auburn, the pitcher there. Uh, wow! In the first game, they almost came back to get him. Yeah, wow! Crazy. Anyways, though, so yeah, uh, going includes, back to your boxing thought. Uh, turns include a rematch in the United States, apparently too. So it. It, it, they want so badly to be relevant again, and they're not right now. So it, it surprises me that they let that leak that that's in the terms. Um, it doesn't surprise me that it's in the terms. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard to get fired up because boxing gets, like, even, like, the occasional time where you get fired up about it right now, like Triple G Canelo, and then Canelo gets popped for PEDs and stuff like that, like, it's so hard. And then even you watch a fight and a fight that looks like such a decidedly one-way fight and it ends up being like a draw. 
Like, I just can't yeah, I mean, I think this heavyweight thing's a whole different. I think it's a whole different animal, man. I think it, I think it's gonna be pretty good here this fall. Something, something, to, something to look forward to. Uh, boxing fans, man, we've been waiting for good heavyweights to get after it again, man. And finally, we got good heavyweights out there. To be, I, I'm, I'm excited about it personally. I want to get excited about it. I, I mean, I love boxing so much. I want to get excited about it. And we haven't had any good heavyweight boxing in a long time because the Klitschko has just, like, brought down the whole weight class for a decade. They're lame. Yeah, just fight each other. I get it. Nobody wants to watch them try and fight each other anyways, and they take it off. So nothing good was going to happen. Yeah, so I hope it's a great fight. I mean, I'll be interested in it. Uh, I may even try to watch it, but... I don't have high hopes. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, fair enough. Well, we'll see. We'll see who wins. But yeah, do take your off off to the keys. Uh, we're going to Sanibel Island, actually. But uh, off to the island. Off to the, the island. island, Florida. Island. Florida for five days for this guy. Wow, that's a good run. Good. Be fun. Love it. Safe travels. Who knows? I might be a father when you get back. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, yeah man. Might. Any day now. Constant baby watch. Baby watch 2018. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Message us on Twitter if you want in on the baby pool. Uh, yeah. Throughout your date. Throughout the date. If you think of when this old Reedy become a, become a father, it literally could be any any time now, any hour, any day. So uh, guess, throw us yeah. your thoughts. Guess the date. Guess, uh, you got an official many, board set up yet? How many pounds? And uh, throw out a name for – throw out a guess of a first name. It's a girl, baby girl. So, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, anybody who says anything about my girl, also is uh, subject to get smacked if they say anything <laughs> stupid. So careful what you say. So. Just, just putting it out there. <laughs> just putting it out there. So. I like it. I'm Protect in the baby's the room side. as we speak. I'm, I'm out, out here down in the valley, down in Apple Valley. We'll, uh, yeah, when we get back to it, well, who knows? Could be, could be another father in the, in the room. And uh, yeah, we got uh, lots of good stuff coming up here. So hopefully the audio quality was all right this time. And look forward to, to keeping the cast going strong here over the over the summer months here. When you guys got nothing to watch but the twins. Listen to your favorite brothers, man. We're we're out here having fun. So we'll come. Give us, yeah. give us a try. Tune in. Uh, shoot us questions, suggestions, anything your way. We'll tell your friends. Tell, tell us if you want to be on. If you want, if you got something you want us to talk about, or you want to come on and and talk something about it with us. Uh, yeah, we'll this summer's a perfect going. time for guests. So if you guys want in, let us know. All right. All right. Uh, Sounds yeah, good. Happy, well, hey, happy happy Father's Father's night here, fathers. Happy uh, Father's Day to the soon-to-be fathers, and uh, we'll catch up next week. That's a wrap. All right, fellas. All right. Over and out. Later.